Good evening, everybody. My name is uh, Eugenio, Pastor Eugene uh, Chavez. I wanted to correct myself. I just wanted to give you a quick introduction. Um, it's good to be back here on the podcast. It's good to be back here in the name of Jesus Christ and bringing forth the kingdom of God, to the, the message of the cross, the message of the gospel that is needing to be preached to the world. So I thank you for tuning in. I thank you for um, taking your time out of your day and listening to what the Holy Spirit has to say and to what the message of God brings forth and puts in my heart. I will speak boldly and speak nothing but the truth in the name of Jesus Christ. And so therefore, I come in the name of the Lord. Um, and it's good to be back. It's good to be here right now. Um, a lot has changed. A lot is uh, being at work. I've seen the kingdom of God advancing. I've seen the kingdom of God proceeding forward. Regardless of those who backslide, those who turn away from the Lord, the Lord's kingdom is always advancing. And we pray for those who have backslidden in some way, who have lost their calling. In some way, they have thought that their calling, that the calling on them is gone. But I see in a different way, I see the Lord calling to the backsliders, calling to those who knew once the Lord and have sold themselves away to the devil's kingdom there is still a possible chance <clears throat> that you're able <clears throat> to come back to the lord jesus christ right here and right now is this the time and now for the day of salvation says the word of god uh, through paul the apostle <clears throat> um, forgive me for i'm having a little moment of coffee here but um i wanted to let you know that you're never too far gone wherever you're at. You're never too far gone from the Lord that the Lord can't reach and snatch you away from the hellfire. And so whatever situation you're encountering, whatever you're facing, I just want to let you know that, you know, nothing can separate you from the love of God. You know, but I want to demonstrate you a simple example is that when you are still living on this earth, you're still given that chance to make things right with the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the one that died for your sins. He's the one that took the punishment. He is the lamb that was already slain before the foundation of the world. God already had a plan and a purpose of everything and God, and nothing can be tricked by God. Nothing that we can do to trick God and we cannot fool God. And so the devil tried to fool God, but he couldn't, he knew he could not fool God, but God created him. See, God knows what's in our heart and what lies in our heart. God knows the troubles, God knows the sins. God knows every secret that is hidden. And so therefore, I want to let you know that when you come to the Lord Jesus Christ, you have to come with the heart of conviction, a genuine repentance, meaning to flip the 180 and turn back to God. Turn back to the Lord Jesus Christ and understand this too, that you must acknowledge to the Lord. As the book of Psalms says, um, King David acknowledges his sin. He acknowledges his iniquity and keeps nothing hidden back from the Lord because he knew that he is a man after God's own heart. He's, after, he's a man that's after God's own heart. And I pray that you would be that same scenario, that you would be like David after God's own heart and that you desire nothing else but the Lord Jesus Christ and that you desire the relationship. And it's not just more than just desiring, but it's about through your action that will show it as a demonstration example that you are living in the newness and the likeliness of God and that his goodness dwells on you because you have genuinely repented from your sins. You have acknowledged to God 
that you no longer live for the will of man, but that you live for the will of the Lord Jesus Christ. That you are a man and that is new in Christ. You are dead to the past and dead to the old nature of man. Therefore, you are in the newness nature of Christ, meaning you have acknowledged that you no longer live for yourself, that you deny thyself each day that the Lord Jesus Christ is increasing unanimously in your life. And this is why I want to tell you is that through the blood of Jesus is the only way. Through the salvation of Christ is the only way escaping from the doorways of hell. So I'm telling you right now, if you're in a stage right now in a situation where you are not sure you are saved, that you are not sure that you are secured in Christ, I pray right now that you would come under the submission of the Lord's will of acknowledging to Him that you are not quite sure about your salvation. I pray that you would come to the Lord Jesus Christ and don't make, don't let people make it hard for you to pray or to even how you should come to the Lord. The Lord will take you as you are and change you but never leave you as you are. So I pray that you would come under the submission of the Almighty God's will because God's will is always prosperous and it's always changing people's lives because they admit that their will if they continue on in that will, that that will of man that they pursue, it only leads to death. The Bible says in Proverbs 14, 12, there is a way that seems right to a man, but its end is the way of death. So therefore, I've been in so many situations, church, brothers and sisters across the globe. I've been in your shoes. I've been in similar situations just like you. I was a drug addict. I was an alcoholic. I was a fornicator, living, uh, having sex outside of marriage. I was a murderer from the heart and through a physical situations I've been in, I could have murdered people. But through those situations I've been in and the transgressions that I've committed, I felt deep in my heart I was so far from God that God could not forgive me. But someone said otherwise. I remember at the age of 12, sitting in a juvenile detention center, the Lord sends people my way, a Christian group of people <clears throat> that spoke through the jails, spoke to me and told me about the Lord Jesus Christ, the suffering of Christ, the, the, the salvation through Christ only. And at that moment, I didn't know what I was doing, but for some odd reason, I rose up to accept the Lord Jesus Christ into my life. And then I went back into the world. <clears throat> and from there on, church, I began to backslide because I didn't really surely understand what I put myself into. Some people would told me it was a big commitment and then you may be right. It is the biggest commitment and change of your life. But I believe and I know that from therefore what I said to the Lord, the Lord wasn't going to let me go. And I remember when I was back at the world, I got in trouble, more deep in trouble. I faced so many situations and charges. Uh, because it was causing me to think murderous thoughts and uh, becoming into that situation. I remember doing uh, quite some time as a youth, as a teenager. Through my whole teenage years, I've wasted my entire life getting into trouble with the law. And I remember from therefore I was introduced to drugs, began involving with drugs, and then I got kicked out at 17 by my own mother. And the one thing I wanna let you know is church is that in my situation, I remember uh, drug dealing and doing all those horrible things, the bidding of Satan. 
I was bound to doing the bids of Satan at that time in my life, giving my whole heart and soul and body to the things of drugs, to the to the arts of the temptations of Satan. I remember I given my life so much to that dedication of that that I was not understanding that I was actually doing the devil's bidding, killing people, killing people with drugs, selling drugs to them, hurting them, and in every way, spiritually and physically hurting people. I remember that at the when the moment that I turned 18, <clears throat> I remembered that I was so far gone in drugs that I was in the, at the end of myself. That's where we read the prodigal son. I remember I was at the end of myself and my aunt took me to uh, a non-profit organization, a non-profit, what we call the Victory Home in Twin Falls, Idaho. I remember ending up in this place. And the moment I was so high on meth, on the drug, I remember I was sitting there and hearing this man, this, this brother, talk to me about the Lord Jesus Christ, began to demonstrate more examples about his love, his mercy, his grace, and the forgiveness of my sins. And I remember in that moment hearing nothing but of that good news that began to penetrate my heart. I remember from the moment of being so drugged out, I admitted that I needed Jesus. I accepted Jesus from there forward as my Lord and Savior. And then I began to know how more detail about the relationship I, 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 I could have had in the past. But now I understood in those moments I, how, how can I have that relationship with Jesus? How I can have that covering, that assurance of security. It's by acknowledging that your ways only lead to death. And that the ways of Christ lead to everlasting. And so there's a difference you got to come to the end of yourself, just like me. I was at the end of myself in total ruin, and I realized I needed Jesus. In the moment, that was the biggest step in my life. And I remember going to bed, being taken care of, for, and I remember I didn't wake up for three days, and I ended up in hell, and it was a place of torment. I was so hot, like harder than a blowtorch, and it was so unbreathable. couldn't breathe. And I remember being bound in chains for, and being tormented with fear. The spirit of fear is real. And I remember sitting there in this area of hell and not being able to escape. Amen? And so I tell you this. Sometimes it, you have to go to a route like this, and I'm praying that you don't have to. And if you're heading down a road like that, I pray that you would turn and repent from that way. Repent means to flip around. Turn around while you still can, church. Turn around while you still can to the non-believer who doesn't believe in Jesus right now. I pray that you would turn to Christ right now because I know you're heading down a road that is not good. I've been there. Many people can tell you they've been there. I've been there myself and it leads to nothing. And so therefore, I pray that you would repent right now. And I pray, I pray this to the backslider. I, I pray that you would repent right now back to the Lord that you would come to your first love in the name of Jesus Christ. And so therefore, church, I just want to give you that quick scenarios about my life and to giving you the warnings and the understanding of the gospel that gets preached many times. And people are, some people do take it to consideration, some don't consider it because they want to continue to live in what they will call a comfortable life. See, Satan puts that bait out there and many people take it. See, broad is the way that leads to destruction 
but narrow is the way that leads to everlasting life and there be few that find it amen and so let you be that few that find that road that narrow road that leads to life it leads to everlasting it's a promise in the name of jesus christ i pray that you would turn to that narrow road forsake the broad way that many take and many go in by it taking themselves so quickly that their fallen feet are, are so far up to that road and i pray that you would partake in the same way you are given another chance and another choice right now to make it right with the lord jesus christ to accept him as your lord and savior to he is the ark of noah's ark he is the symbol of our of the ark of noah that he is our only way of escape from the flood and so therefore i pray that you would you would come to that genuine repentance amen and forsake the foolishness amen forsake what you've been doing forsake the things take a look in the mirror at yourself and ask yourself is this really me is this the purpose of my life to live in this way and if, if somehow for some reason right now i just want to pray whoever's thinking suicidal that you would come to the lord jesus christ right now there are many scenarios how people have taken their lives and have had almost had past experience near-death experiences in a way where they were heading towards a place called hell I've been there myself. I remember my body fading away of taking overdosing and all the medication because I felt that the purpose of my life was to live a life of crime and live as an animal. And I used to let people like my family or, or friends, so-called friends, manipulate my mind. See, that's how Satan works. He uses people that appear to you to be loving and respecting to you, but they're very poisonous on the inside, very dead on the inside, very dead spiritually. May God protect you from your household enemies. Why do I say that? Because sometimes your family could be your enemy. Maybe they can come at you with service of smiles, but yet deep inside, they're thinking evil plots against you, murderous thoughts. And therefore, I pray that you would come uh, out of, uh, from among them and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. And so for those who think suicide is not the way, it doesn't take you to, to a better place. It only takes you to hell. So I pray that you would repent from those sins. Repent from the situation like that. Don't, don't ever drink, let Satan to manipulate your mind, thinking that if you kill yourself, that you will end up in a better place. You'll only end up in hell, because that is the life of the devil, telling you you're gonna end up in a good place if you kill yourself, because that's a lie. That's a lie from the pits of hell, and I rebuke that off of you in the name of Jesus. Bind it and throw it out into the hellfire where it belongs. The lies of the devil be bounced off of you and back, drawn back to the devil, backfire on the devil in the name of Jesus Christ. And so therefore, I pray these things over you. Or whoever he or she is struggling, or for someone that you know that's, that you love so much, that you should go and tell them the gospel and truth. To let them know that they're given a second chance, that this is not the end for them yet. And I pray that you will make it a decision here tonight and the moment of ever in your life to make a great decision, a righteous decision, a righteous choice to accepting the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. I do not force this in any way or down people's throat. I always had that thrown to me a lot, but I just give you the opportunity of chance that you are given. I'm just the messenger that brings forth the message. And so therefore I wanna get into the word of God right now. I want to uh, let you know what we're going to be reading about. Amen? And it's a simple thing about our marriage as men and women. Amen? And we need to understand that as two couples are together, we face 
many battles through our marriage, spiritually, not just physically, spiritual battles that you don't even know about. And so we're going to pray first, amen? We're going to pray and we're going to ask that the Holy Spirit intercedes and comes and fills up the room, fills up the atmosphere with the presence of God and that will consume and burn every unclean demonic thing that tries to throw us off in the name of Jesus Christ. So therefore, bow our head and let's give reverence to the Lord and let us pray right now. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I come before you, Heavenly Father, right now and I pray for every individual, every uh, son and daughter that is here listening to this podcast, listening to the gospel that is going to be preached. I pray that you would open their ears spiritually, open their eyes spiritually, open thy heart, that the heart become tender to receiving the seeds of the word, which is the word of God. Holy Spirit, that you would come down and fill up these empty vessels, fill them up with the mercy and the tenderness of the mercy of God's grace, to be filled in their heart, that the void be drawn out and to be filled in the name of Jesus Christ, that the love of God's heart be flowing through their life, that will begin to know their worth and their identity will begin to be revealed to them, which is thy calling over their life. And from the beginning, what they were created to do for you, Lord, is to glorify your image, God, to glorify you in the name of Jesus Christ. So therefore, I pray, Heavenly Father, I see a, I see a big, big, I see a big revival change right now. And I see the kingdom of your heavenly place advancing and bringing in more souls than I could ever possibly imagine, God. I'm praying right now that many will come to you, that many will stay with you. It's just like the 12 of the apostles. And I pray, Heavenly Father, let them be those few that will find that narrow road and that leads to the everlasting life of your presence, God. That leads to you, which is home where we belong. And I pray that they would forsake the hell way and pursue the heaven way. And I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. Let your will be done, Heavenly Father, right now. And feed us the gospel of truth. Amen and amen. And so therefore, I'm going to go ahead and straight towards the, uh, what's going to be preached tonight, what's going to be uh, given to you, church, uh, to those who don't believe, to those who believe, to those who backslide. This goes to every category if I've ever left anything out. And so I want to go ahead and, and preach this message. And this is the warnings of adultery, church. And many don't want to hear this message because it has to do with their marriage. And I am going to let you know, if you in some way, men, are feeling some kind of way that you're attention is being drawn to something else you're being drawn to the temptations of satan the arts and the schemes that he brings forth seems so noble on the outside it seems completely harmless amen but yet there's some odd reason you're being drawn to it i pray that you would forsake that way that you would turn from it and that you would expose those works that satan brings forth towards you that offers you that bait do not take it repent in the name of jesus christ and turn from it come back to your first love and repent to the lord jesus christ and let him know your situations let him know what's going on and why you're experiencing these situations i pray that you would ask the lord jesus christ to come down and intervene on the behalf of your situation the the battle belongs to the lord and he will fight for you when you ask of him and so therefore i pray that you would turn from that and so the warnings of adultery 
And this is what it is. Men and women, pay attention. Couples. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. This is Proverbs, 20, uh, Proverbs 5 all the way through. My son, pay attention to my wisdom. Lend your ear to my understanding that you may preserve discretion and your lips may keep knowledge. For the lips of an immoral woman drip honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lay hold of hell. Lest you ponder her path of life, her ways are unstable. You do not know them. Therefore, hear me now, my children. This is God speaking to you. And do not depart from the words of my mouth. Remove your way far from her. And do not go near the door of her house. Lest you give your honor to others and your years to the cruel one. Lest aliens be filled with your wealth. And your labors go to the house of a foreigner. And you mourn at last. When your flesh and your body are consumed. And say how I have hated this. How I, how I, have, I have hated instruction. And my heart despised correction. They have, I have not obeyed the voice of my teachers, nor inclined my ear to those who instructed me. I was on the verge of total ruin in the midst of the assembly and congregation. Drink water from your own cistern and running water from your own well. Should your fountains be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be only your own and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice with the wife of your youth as a loving deer and a graceful doe. Now let's be appropriate about this church. Let her breast satisfy you at all times and always be enraptured with her love. For why you should you, my son, be enraptured by an immoral woman and be embraced in the arms of a seductress? For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall die for lack of instruction, and in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. Now see, this is very powerful understanding. And through the book of Proverbs is the wisdom that Solomon was given by God to write these things. And therefore, I ask right now that in the situation of our marriage, you got to understand that marriage is sacred by God. God gave us the privilege to be married to our one and only spouse, not to multiples. And if there's any type of other doctrine that teaches you, like the Book of Mormons teach you to have more than one wife, that is false, that is wrong, it's adultery. It's more than adultery. It's a lot of fornication that goes on. That these are doc those are our doctrines of demons that teach you those kinds of false things. We see it happen to every other type of country. Or, under, or even the underage is being approved to marry. Amen? And this is wrong. But I'm coming to another, to the main subject to telling you, church, is that we as a church of God, as a people, we are the building, we are the church as a people. It's not the building, it's the people that is the church of God. You got to be careful around the spirit of Jezebel. Now, this is a touchy one because women do get upset. Don't shoot the messenger. This is what the Word of God says. You need to pay attention 
through people that you encounter with are not so people. You need to test the spirits of people. You need to ensure that they have the spirit of God or they have another spirit or what you would call familiar spirits. The book of Deuteronomy teaches us that. Deuteronomy 18, look it up. You need to be careful around these, these demonic spirits that come in the form as people and they will do whatever it takes to throw you off the path of righteousness and the path that you are heading in the narrow road because you're being committed to your wife, you're, you're loving your wife, you're covering your wife. Man, you need to be armored up in the armor of God. Ephesians 6, read it. Be fully equipped with the weapons of warfare that come from heaven, the arsenals of heaven, that the angels will come down on the behalf of God's, God's word and they will fight for you, amen? So you are not alone in the battle. You need to let the battle be of the Lord's, of the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. So church, see, God is telling us to pay attention to his wisdom. See, God brings forth great wisdom. They're better than gold and fine gold. They're better than anything. Nothing that is a value of this earth can be compared to his words, that can be compared to his wisdom. See, God shoots everything down that tries to buy his wisdom. See, we can't counsel God. We can't. Because God is the only one that brings forth great counsel. And so therefore, we, you learn a lot from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit speaks and teaches you all things that you need to know about your life. That you need to know about your surroundings. See, not everybody comes and opposes to be of God. So you need to be very close attention to that. That's what we call discernment. You need to have the discerningness to distinguish between whether there is evil or good in that person. Whether there is evil intentions or there is good intentions of the person aligning with you and 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 having a better conversation. And what I mean by this church is that you you know there should be as men there should not be any other woman in our life talking and conversating with you in any way because to that it makes it very, your reputation very look bad because you're talking to other females. You're conversating with other females. Now, there's a difference when it's work-related stuff, but you also have to be careful at your job because one time it could take a woman looking at you just because you're a boss or whatever it is. You need to be very careful. Keep your marriage secured in Christ. Keep yourself secured in Christ because you can easily lose yourself off the path of righteousness. See, when I see women at my job, and I know where their intentions are doing within themselves. I can see it. I'm always keeping myself guarded. My, guard, my heart being guarded in the Lord's hands. And therefore, you also must do the same. See, you need to put your ears to God's understanding. You need to have that discretion. You need to, you need to have lips. your lips be only to the knowledge of God. You need to... Only speak through the things of God. You know, no perverseness come to your lips. Amen. Let nothing that is going to give no place of the devil to throw you off. Give no opportunity for the devil to come in to distill, to kill, to destroy what God has given you. See, God has given you a beautiful, loving wife. And you should love her as Christ has given himself up for her. 
You should love her as the church. Amen. You should have love for her. Cover your wife. Protect your wife. Your wife could, you know, you could be in situations where you're tired of with your wife. You're, you're coming probably to a stage where you're arguing all the time. But you need to both fight in the spirit. You both need to pray and ask the Lord to, in, to intervene and to protect and save your marriage. See, you need to reconcile with your wife, men. And wives, you need to reconcile with your husband. Give no place for the devil or no opportunity for him to send any type of male or female in between your marriage. It's between two or God is at the center of it. That's it. In the name of Jesus Christ. And I pray that you would take this to consideration. That the warnings of adultery are very, very strong and real. Because a lot of them fail. A lot of marriages fail because there's no Christ in the center of the relationship. There is no foundation of Christ. And many of them already filed for divorce. Many of them already, you know, not even lasting for a month of being married. And yet they're already fighting and arguing. And yet they're already, the marriage is gone. The marriage is destroyed. See, Satan loves to destroy the family of God. And how? Because when he sees a man and a woman together and they've become fruitful and multiplying their children... This, then Satan is so threatened by these, these scenarios. He begins to see the full image of God through the people. He begins to see Christ uh, living in this family. And that's what Satan hates the most. And he'll do whatever it takes to at least get one or the other to kind of be thrown off. A little sin, that's what it takes. And then yet the man is already defiled and in every way, in every area of his life, he finds himself in sin. He finds himself already sinking more deeper than ever. And that's what it takes. Some don't even have self-control. And Paul teaches us through uh, the book of Corinthians that we need to have self-control over the body. You have to tame the body. Because if you're allowing the body to tame you, then you have, you're just a man that has no rule over his spirit. You become like a city broken down without walls. And so I pray that you would ask the Lord for, and repent to the Lord Jesus Christ and commit and, 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 and acknowledge what you've done. I pray that you would open your whole heart to him. I'm not here to judge you, but to pass the warning message that you would repent and turn to the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. And so I pray that because it's in a lot of situations I've seen, I've seen, I've seen so many marriages fail. I've seen so many don't even succeed because they may have married with wrong intentions. Maybe the guy wasn't even meant for her. Maybe she wasn't meant for him. But the one thing is you need to be sure. You need to count the cost if that's the kind of person you want to spend your life with. You have to be really, really sure. And the only way you're going to know for sure is when you ask the Lord who's going to be your wife. You begin to pray for that person. You begin, God begins to show you. The Holy Spirit will begin to reveal the secrets and the intentions of that person in their life uh, that they have about you. And the one thing that the Lord revealed for me, I prayed for the wife that I asked for. And God has given me my wife. And I love her so much and dear much because Christ has put that love in me to love her. See, as, as long as I got to learn how to love the Lord first, then I'm surely know I will love my wife like he has shown me to protect and cover my wife. Before we walk out these doors to our jobs, I always have my ring in my, on my finger. I'm always looking at it and nothing brings much more joy to know the fact that I am married to my wife and that she is my 
my good half too. And I, and I pray this, church, that you, you need to have a solid foundation in Christ in this relationship. Amen. Uh, protect your marriage. Protect, fight for your marriage. Women, fight against the principalities of darkness. Read Ephesians 6, I encourage. And read Ephesians 5, men and women, couples together. I pray that you would uh, read Ephesians 5 and understand the meaning of your marriage. And at the center of it, Christ dwells. And so therefore, I'm asking right now, um, I say this in another manner, um, in another situation, is that, um, see, you got to realize that Jezebel works so clever. She works in a lot of ways, and you don't even know it. Maybe you, you might have your kids being influenced by that spirit. And it is also through pornography. See, church, I can relate to the situations when I was in the world. And let me tell you, pornography does kill the soul. It kills the body. It kills everything inside of a person because they are somehow in, amused by it. And next minute, you, you start to feel not so good because of what you've done. And see, this is also for those who know the truth, who know the way. I've been in these situations. Even as when I knew the, the Lord, I was backsliding and becoming very lukewarm and filthy. I was doing the same thing over and over and then yet abusing the grace of God. I began to do these things that were so vile. Church, I'm telling you, it is not good. It is not good for any man or woman to look to these things and allow the Jezebel spirit to even influence your children. So therefore, I pray that women, that you would always stay in the spirit with God. Pray in the spirit. If you don't know how... Ask your pastor, ask someone that you know that is deeply well in the Word of God, that is always continuously growing, that you would circle yourself around those kinds of friends, those kinds of people. Be surely and carefully, choose your friends carefully in the name of Jesus. Amen. I pray also that, that you would uh, find some kind of source of help, like through your little person you can trust to talk to. And it could be a pastor, it could be an evangelist, a preacher, whoever. Somebody you, like that's already in the Word of God. Somebody that's already been past those situations in their life. That the, that the log has already been plucked out of their eye. That they can actually give you that advice. And I pray also that you would take what the Word of God has, was said today for you. And see, the, in the Word of God it says that Jezebel's arts and temptation of wicked ways and of her cleverness is that... Through her mouth, that's all it takes. Through her mouth, through her eyelids, the way she looks at you, that's how a Jezebel works. A spirit of Jezebel, she operates in this way of getting your attention. The way she dresses, the way she she comes across at you to getting your attention. And, you know, see, the one thing that my pastor told me when I got ordained as a minister, he told me to be very careful because the anointing of, of God over you is very, it brings a very attractiveness to those women, those kinds of women, you need to be careful. And and I, I said, I will take that wholeheartedly. And I remember in many situations, many girls have tried to come my way because they were amused by me becoming a pastor. And I had to guard my heart and my life because I do not want, for some odd reason, we see the anointing men of God being cast it down by some kind of weakness in their life. And women like that, like Jezebel, have those kinds of wicked intentions. So you need to be very careful around those kinds of people. You need to have that strong discernment. 
to run for your life like Joseph did. See, Joseph didn't fight with the sin. He fled from the sin. And so you need to do the same thing. Fled, fled from it. Run from it. Forsake it in the name of Jesus. So you need to be careful with her words. She very, very poisonous words. She, she comes out of her mouth. Very wormwood. She speaks very smooth like oil. She's very deviating means she causes you to deviate means to depart from the path of righteousness see the one thing about jezebel is that she hates a prophetic word she hates a prophet of god who lives his life without compromising and so i pray that you will no longer compromise in your marriage and your relationship with your spouse where god sits and dwells in the center of it i pray that you would acknowledge what you've done and renounce the works of satan in your life that you renounce and that you would bind in the name of jesus and cast out the demonic spirit of jezebel so I pray that you would take back the land, take back what God has given you and fight against the demonic realm that is very real. See, you need to understand, church, that you need to take yourself to a higher altitude with God. God wants you to in that higher altitude. So you need to, you need to get to that place because God is advancing. God's kingdom is always advancing. And if you're not advancing, God's kingdom is going to advance either way. And I don't want you to miss out on the advancement. That means to spiritually, continuously be equipped in the Word of God. See, the Bible is the only Bible book, is the only thing you'll never master. You'll never master God's Word. You're always learning something new about yourself, within yourself, around yourself, and through many others. You need to understand that you are the servant of the Lord. And I, this is also a message to those who are who are already growing, but yet are compromising. I pray that you would repent and turn right now to Christ and acknowledge what you've done and break the soul ties that you've had in the past relationships. You ever felt in a situation where you for somehow thinking about your ex, you're thinking about your, your old situations and scenarios of those sexful moments that you had. I pray that you would bind those thoughts and bring them to captivity in the name of Jesus. Bring it under the submission at the feet of Jesus to be bind and to be destroyed. So I pray that you would acknowledge those soul ties that you've been tied to still. And acknowledge it right now in the name of Jesus Christ to be bind and broken. To be bind, that you be loosened from those things. That you be loosened from those ties. So you need to understand that, church, that there are many things in area of your, every aspect of your life you need to surrender to the Lord. You need to stop hiding the sins. Stop hiding those things and acknowledge it to the Lord. Bring it to the light that the Lord may be forgiving you of your sins, that the Lord may forgive you of your sins and the transgressions that you committed against Him. I pray that you would stop hiding those things and bring it to Christ. Christ is your Savior, amen? He's your Savior. And so you got to realize that, that Jezebel's key scenario and how she plays in this whole role is that she's to destroy marriages. See, she is the tool that Satan uses so cleverishly, and many follow it. It is a spirit of lust. Amen. You got to be careful with the lustfulness. See, people think the word lust is having to do with sexual temptations, but it's also doing where you're putting your whole attention to. Amen. You need to put your whole attention to Christ. Amen. 
Because that's the only man that's going to teach you how to love your spouse, how to love your family, and how to protect them in the name of Jesus. And I pray right now that you would, you would gain that understanding. Amen? So you got to realize that her, her other motive is to bring as many to help. And many of them that go in about her all the time don't even know that her guests are in the depths of hell. The many that she struck, the many that she's brought down were strong men. The Bible says so in, in the book of Proverbs 6. You read it more about what kind of woman she is, her intentions. You got to realize she's a woman that loves to be loud and rebellious. She's the type of woman what you would see in the world. She's that kind of girl. She's that kind of intentious woman. She's very meanful. She, what I mean by that, she's the, she has an intentions to murder the, the people of God. And many of them that came her way were strong, mighty men of God, I suppose. And many of them were struck down by her because of her so-called beautiness, so-called uh, cleverness, you know. And, but deep inside her, she is just horrible as it is. I've seen the spirit. I've encountered with this spirit through women. I've also encountered this spirit spiritually. I remember recently being choked by her. And in the spirit, I had restrained this woman and grabbed her and demanded her to give me her name. And I already knew it was the spirit of Jezebel because out of her tongue was, uh, the tip of her tongue was split and it reminded me of a snake. And this is what she is, a snake. She's a snake. She's what's left that's uh, the sheds of a snake. And you need to protect yourself, man. You need to stop forsaking these warnings that God has been giving you. These dreams and these experiences are so real. You need to stop pretending that they're that that it's just a folk tale because it's not. It is real. The demonic realm is very real. So is the kingdom of God. is very very much real. And you need to decide whose side are you gonna be on because in the end someone's gonna serve somebody. And I pray that you would make a choice right now to serve the Lord, to come back and re-give yourself to the Lord Jesus Christ, to admit that you've been living wrong, that you have been so far gone from him. And I pray that you would come right now in the full repentance genuinely to Christ. And so you, let's go down further here and that is all the way through verse seven, all the way down forth. And it tells us that we shouldn't depart from God's warning. See, we shouldn't depart because God, God's warnings always come very clear because when, when, when someone warns us about, don't go to that party, amen? Don't go to that place. Stay away from that person. Stay away from her, he or she. And then yet you go and hang out with them the next minute, what happens? Something horrible happens. And that's why God tells you, stay away from those people. They have horrible intentions. So stay away from them. Amen. So let God's words do not do not depart from his understanding. Do not depart from his instructions over your life because you don't know today could have been could be your last if you continue to live in sin. Amen. And I pray you would forsake sin. You would forsake it continuously out of your life. And so and it also says that you shouldn't give what's between you and your spouse. What's between you and your wife, you shouldn't give your honor to every other person. You shouldn't be tossing yourself like, like giving yourself like a spiritual prostitute. See, that's what the Bible tells us too, that we're just like spiritual prostitutes, giving ourselves to the devil day and night, doing the biddings of Satan, doing all the things of Satan. And I've been in that situation, giving myself away like a prostitute, a spiritual prostitute, where I was doing the, the biddings of drug dealing. 
and hurting people's lives. Amen. And so, and it tells us that, you know, in everything, you know, as men, our wealth begins to be spent on things that we shouldn't be spending it on. And if you're spending all kinds of all kinds of your finances on 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 other girls that your wife doesn't even know about, you're spending your money on pornography, addiction, videos, whatever it is that you're doing, I pray that you would come out of that, that you would snap out of it and and realize where your life is heading because it you end up in total ruin in the end. Your reputation is ruined and everything of your every aspect of your life is ruined because Satan, that's what a D does. He destroys you to the very moment where you're nothing that you think in your life, you're nothing. And then he keeps you down as much as he can so he doesn't you that you cannot realize your true worth in Christ. And this is goes for the girls. This goes for you too. Don't give yourself to a man that you already know that the man that God has put in your life, that you should love that man, that you should respect your husband, uh, love your husband and be covered by his love because he loves Christ. If he can learn to love Jesus, he can surely love you. And that's very rare to find. Amen. And so I pray also that you would uh, reject all those men that Satan sends your way to be very handsome and beautiful. See, that's what the demonic realm works. Satan paints those portraits to you that seem so noble, but it's very harmful in the inside. Amen. So I pray that you would have the the the, the spirit of discernment, the, the discerning to distinguish that in Jesus' name. And so, see, God still tells us that into the moment that our body is consumed, amen, that our flesh is consumed because of the things we allow, the things that we allow in our life. And see, we come to the point in our life where we realize we have not obeyed the instructions of those that God sent to us to warn us of the things in our life. See, just like the prophets, they, were, they warned so many times to the people of Israel about the things that they've been doing. And even Sodom and Gomorrah was given the same, same call out, the same cry out that they should con should not continue what they've been doing. And what happened? Sodom and Gomorrah was destroyed, fire and brimstone from heaven. Amen. And there's sulfur to this day that nothing still to this day prospers out of and nor does it grow out of that city because it's been a place of a wasteland. And you don't want to end up in a situation in your life where it's a wasteland. Because if you come to that point, you've realized you've gone too so far that you, in a way like that, you have not really obeyed God. You have you've rebelled. You have forsaken His truth. You have forsaken what He's told you from the very beginning of your life and the warnings that He put over your life to understand that you shouldn't go there, shouldn't go here, should stay away from her, shouldn't go flirt with that girl. You should keep your heart guarded and your life always guarded in the name of Jesus. And so... And in the very end, you're at the verge of total ruin. In the midst of the assembly and the congregation, you just don't feel yourself anymore. You don't remember who you used to be in Christ. See, the identity once again is robbed. You have destroyed the identity that you that's in Christ. And it takes very hard repentance. It, it takes a lot of repentance. And not just a lot of repentance, but it takes a genuine repentance to acknowledge to God that you were once again lost, that you are again lost, and that you need him. But see, you shouldn't continuously sin and sin and sin. Should a Christian continue in sin? Absolutely not. Should a child of God continue that way? No. Stay on the path of righteousness, church. 
And see, you need to drink water from your own cistern and the running water from your own well. That means what God has given you, what flows from what God has given you, you need to embrace that. See, God has given you a beautiful, loving wife. And it is only between you and her that makes love to each other. Because God has put that veil of protection over you that you are both in marriage, hand in hand, that you're able to love your wife in that way too. And I say this appropriately. And you also need to understand that you shouldn't spread your life business. What goes on behind closed doors, what goes on in the room between you both is the business between you both. Amen. And God teaches us that we shouldn't go. You know, I've seen so many conversations of men talking about how they made love to their wives and how they did it in this way and then that way. See, there's a lot of perversion talk out of the mouth of man or out of the mouth of a woman. See, I've seen many women too talk this in this manner. And I'm not here to judge, but to hear to simply spread the truth of the gospel is that through our mouth, we speak perversion. It flows from the heart. Amen. See, Jesus always talked about the heart of the condition and what it is. See, we, a lot of it produces fornication. Uh, it pollutes everything. And when you think fornication, when you think of pornography, you think of the things that are of evil. You think, you know, out of this heart of ours produces those things. And that's why we need to give our heart to the Lord. We need to observe with our eyes and how God will change it, how God will put what really needs to be put in our life. Amen. And so you, it takes a genuine repentance. It takes to forsake what you've been doing, acknowledging what you've been doing is wrong. Amen. And you need to allow God to make you the new person that he wants to make you. He wants to you to know your real true worth and identity. Amen. Men and women hear this. And so it tells you, you know, that um, <clears throat> God doesn't want you to be enraptured by the things of Jezebel, by the things of Satan. Why should you? See, God has already been so generous and, 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 and loving to you that and merciful to you. God has given you what you could possibly never imagine. God has given you something great. And why you con should you continuously run to the things that are a vomit, the vomit of hell? Why should you run as a dog that does so that runs to its vomit, why should you do the same? Why not stop? Why not turn to Christ and embrace the things of God and focus on what's up above and not what's earthly? See, you should not be enraptured by this woman. Stay away from this woman, men that are married. To you, I call this to you. To this, I say to you, and to women, I say this to you. It reflects both ways. You need to stay, women, you need to stay away from those men that try to seduce you with their lips of how they talk and their intentions, uh, what they bring to you, buy you or whatever, when your husband's not watching or your husband's not even, not even around. God knows exactly what's going on. And I pray that you would repent and turn to Christ and, and let him know what you've been doing is wrong. And man, this goes for you. When your wife is not around and there's another woman in sight, you need to guard your eyes and your heart. You need to be very close attention. Be spiritually aware at all times. And how can you be sure? You need to seek God wholeheartedly. You need to seek His face. When He's still here, while He's still here, you need to wake up those moments and seek Him. Pray to Him. Talk to Him. Amen? Talk to the Lord. He's always listening. 
and see, for there is a consequence in the end what the scripture says. For the ways of man are before the eyes of the Lord, and he ponders all his paths. His own iniquities entrap the wicked man, and he, and he is caught in the cords of his sin. He shall die for lack of instruction, and the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. See, this is the sad part, is that you keep forsaking the warnings after warnings after warnings of your life, over your life, and the situation you've been putting yourself in continuously, and you keep doing it. You know, you can probably come to a point where you're cheating on your wife. And wives, you're cheating on your husband. You both are coming to a point where even in the end, you're spiritually already dead again. You're dead. You're dead. You're dying. And you're because of the lack of instruction that God has given you to pay very close attention. And because of that, it says, in the greatness of his folly, he shall go astray. Basically, you're so far gone that you just... Drifted away from the Lord because of your follies. And therefore God says he already, he or she has already went astray. And I pray that you would make it back. Why do I say I pray you make it back? Because I'm not going to be sure if you are going to come back. But I pray to the Lord that you will. And that you would take in full consideration what God has given you. It's already gone. Because you've allowed the devil, you've given consent to the devil to Step into your life and destroy it. Men and women, this is for you as a couple. I pray for the man, for the husband and the wife. That's what I'm saying. I don't believe in the LGB. I don't believe in different different types of marriages. There's only one marriage between, uh, it's with God and it's, it's, a, it's a marriage of husband and wife. That's it. There's nothing else. And if you're, one of those that listen to that that follows that LGB stuff, I pray that you would repent. I pray that you would turn from those doctrines. They're demons. And so, from here on forth, I just want to let you know that there is a consequence to everything. There is a consequence to every situation. But that doesn't have to keep you down. I just pray that you would acknowledge to God what you've done. And acknowledge to God that you know that where the consequences lead. The Bible says, for the wages of sin is death. Amen? The wages of sin is death. And then the Bible says about adultery in another part of the book of Proverbs. It says, if you men are touching another woman, you already committed adultery. Even with your eyes and your heart, you're already lusting for it. And the same thing goes for a woman. You're lusting for another man, a, a new man, because your man is not a man. You need to be sure who you who you want in your life, who you really want to marry. It's not about a prince charming, a knight in shining armor. It's not what it's about. Why don't you ask the Lord who who's who 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 you need as a wife, husbands? And I pray for this for you, wives, uh, that you should pray for your Moab, for 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 your Boaz. Amen. And husbands, pray for your wife to be a Ruth. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray for this, for your life. And that's all I have for today. And but therefore, I just want you to take what the Word of God said for you and share it to somebody else that you may know is slipping away or somebody that doesn't even believe. I pray that you would bring the gospel of truth to them and share them the faith that you have in Christ. And so therefore, let us pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the word that is being brought forth tonight. I thank you for the gospel of truth. Holy Spirit, I thank you for using me as a vessel, as an instrument for you, God, that will preach the gospel with boldness. 
And that I pray that hearts will be convicted, Lord, that will bring them to a genuine repentance to your presence, God. I pray over every marriage right now to be covered under the blood of Jesus. I pray over every principality in their marriage to be bind in the name of Jesus Christ, to be, that they be loosened from the grips of Satan, that they be loosened from the grips of his temptations, that they would forsake the foolishness in their marriage, and that they would continue to press on with you at the center of it all, Jesus. I pray that they are covered under the blood, that they are secured in you, Lord, and I pray that they would call upon you in the times of trouble, that there would be a couple like a Boaz and a Ruth, in the name of Jesus Christ, that they would be a loving couple for you, Lord, that will always be ready spiritually to fighting off the demonic forces always. I pray this in the name of Jesus Christ. May the word that flows right now May your word of your gospel of truth penetrate those hardened hearts right now and bring exposure in their life to let them see where their life is headed. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Protect them away from the spirit of Jezebel, from the, from the cleverness and the intentions of this demonic spirit that operates through people. I pray that the men that love you, Lord, that need your protection, will begin to fight back with the right weapons of warfare in the name of Jesus Christ. I pray this also for the women of God to always love their husbands and to always understand that their husbands need prayer, that the men of God need prayer much. As they go about those doors to work or wherever, I pray that they would be held accountable by your eyes, God. And I pray that they would both come into a reconciliation. This goes for those who who have gone astray in their marriage. I pray that they would reconcile in Jesus' most powerful name. And I and everybody said, Amen and Amen. So thank you for tuning in to the podcast. See, the topic is the warnings of adultery. And I want you to write that down and take this message and share it to somebody else. Amen. It's freely given to me, freely I give to you. You know, you're never too far gone where God can't save you. Remember that. Don't beat yourself up in what was said. But you need to but take this correction out of love and take it within your whole heart and genuinely repent to the Lord Jesus Christ. He's there waiting for you right now. He's waiting for you to make that moment right now, that decision and that step. Amen. Don't not let the devil define you as something that you can't be worth saving because Christ already did. And Christ loves you. Christ forgives you. Believe in that. Ask the Lord. And he will deliver you. Amen. And so therefore, the Bible says, call upon the name of the Lord and you shall be saved. I pray that you might be saved. So stay in that salvation. Stay in that secureness of Christ. And so therefore, be blessed in the name of Jesus. Take this message and take it and apply it for your life. Pray for your marriage tonight, men and women of God. Amen. And pray this over every other person you might, not, you might know that is struggling. Amen. So therefore, pray for them. Bind every demonic principality, everything that is not of God, that opposes of God, that it comes in conflict with the kingdom of God. Pray against it and cry out against it in Jesus' name. So therefore, take good care, all right? My name is Pastor Eugene Chavez, and uh, 
my wife's name is Renee Chavez. So therefore, keep us in prayer and keep us keep keep praying for us that this message is these sermons will continue to flow often more and more and more. Amen. So keep me uplifted always as a pastor. I need it. I need that correction and I need that loving correction. I need also the protection of God's holiness over my life. So I pray that you would. Always uh, keep us in constant prayer. If you want to reach out to us, reach out to us to Eugene and Renee Luna on Facebook and get in touch with us. And we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to fellowship from with you guys all over the globe. Get in touch with us. Amen. I'm really, really looking forward to it. So therefore, I'll repeat this again. Eugene and Renee Luna. So it's together. Eugene, Renee Luna, uh, Facebook. Okay. Contact us on Facebook and we'd love to hear from you. And be blessed and shalom. May the Lord's peace be with you always. Amen. Amen.